So my approach to that is just talking to people, building relationships, looking at off-market opportunities. You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Hello, Right Club Nation. It's Laurel Simmons here. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out our online community yet? I really hope you do because our online community is a place where you can find lots of education, training, and information about real estate investing and about general business. Plus, it's a great place to network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums, all our podcast episodes, and tons of videos about a wide range of topics. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, on with our podcast. Welcome back, Right Club community. It's Alfonso Salemi here with my co-host and amazing co-founder of the Right Club, Sarah Larby. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well, Alfonso. How are you doing? Super, super good. It's uh, it's awesome that the, the time change just happened when we're at the time that we're recording this. The days are already getting longer. I love it. The sunlight, we're getting into that warmer, warmer weather. We're not quite there yet, but the tease of it has been in the last little few weeks. Uh, definitely the real estate market's been hot all through January, February, and, and part of March where we are now. And uh, But things are going really well. The business is, is, is awesome, taking up. The team is growing. The Right Club community is growing fast, making so many amazing connections like our guest today. But uh, but how are you doing? What's new with you, Sarah? Oh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying being off of work. I, uh, I bought uh, some waterfront land. We're going to be building a, a little resort on it. So it's still at the very early stages, but uh, tiny home cottages that are themed is essentially what, uh, what the idea is and, uh, and more to come. You know, I, I will share more as I know more. I mean, it's still very, very new, but uh, you know, this is, uh, this is not something I could have been doing with a full-time job. So sometimes leaving your full-time job just opens up a whole wide of new or a whole array of new opportunities and new things that, uh, you know, you can, you can do. And it's always been super fun and interesting to, to do something like this. I always liked the waterfront. I always liked the cottages. I always liked the short-term thing and then just might as well go bigger or go home. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun for sure. Um, and right club community guys, uh, if, uh, if you haven't attended our events, the rightclub.com, go to the events section and you can see we are quite busy with lots of great things happening all the time. So I hope, uh, I hope you guys tune in for that. Um, Michael Arthur, just quickly, um, you know, Michael Arthur is a really awesome realtor investor in the Ottawa region. And, uh, he's, uh, he's a wealth of knowledge. So today's podcast, we talk uh, a lot about different things. I mean, we talked about how he got started in real estate. We talked about how to improve and increase the cash flow with some different strategies, uh, and a lot more. So, uh, what do you think Alfonso? Shall we, uh, shall we play the podcast, bring in Michael? Absolutely. Let's get to the show. All right. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Michael Arthur. How are you doing today, Mike, the realtor? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. Doing well, Alfonso. Nice to meet you and uh, and Sarah. Yes, I'm yes, heard some, yes, heard some uh, some amazing, amazing things about you, what you do, how you're helping investors. Uh, you know, usually we always start off these podcasts. Give us the thirty thousand foot view. Start 
at the beginning and get us to where we are today. Uh, a little bit about yourself. Myself, uh, originally from Toronto, and I've been living in Ottawa for about over 20 years. And um, I started to get into real estate by, by basically renovating my basement because before I got married, I was single and I had a townhouse and uh, I saw friends renovating their basements as well, making money. And then I realized myself, I said, look, I have this empty space, wasted space. Why don't I, don't I convert it to a bachelor suite? So I followed, I followed the principles, followed the, the strategy and I made my money. And right now it's still there. I still renting that, that townhouse. I've moved to a newer house, but I, I still rent that basement as well as the upper level as well. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, there's lots of things to know and there's probably lots of things as you're getting started on your, on your first conversion that you're like, Oh, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. If you can summarize, cause I mean, obviously the first one's probably going to come with lots of learning curves. If you can summarize like what, like maybe your top two or three learning curves were as you were doing the basement and and converting it, um, that you would recommend somebody that's, you know, fairly new getting started in, in conversions, uh, be aware of. Number one, the critical one, number one, know the zoning. Know the zoning bylaw of the neighborhood where your property is because I did that research first before I went before I did the conversion. I confirmed it with the, with the city. They said it's fine, not a, not a big deal. And I checked the zoning bylaw that it allows or permits secondary units and I was good. Uh, I followed the height restrictions as well, the height, the height, the ceiling, the ceiling uh, restrictions. As well as the second, the second critical point was um, manage your budget wisely. Have a contingency on the, on the side in case of surprises, and there were some surprises in terms of extras and stuff like that. So, those are the two critical pieces of advice to give to a new investor for sure: zoning and knowing your budget. Yeah, definitely two key pieces with uh, definitely getting in that type of project. And, and you know, you had mentioned you had heard some friends or colleagues that were doing the similar type thing. And that's what really sparked the idea. But what was your background? Did you have construction background? Did you worked and involved or in around that? Or what was your own personal experience leading up to that first project that gave you that confidence to say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go do it. I think I can do this. Well, like I, 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 I worked in the government for, for a while and um, you know, I wanted to learn about how to make multiple streams of income. Right. So yeah, you have your government salary and pension and all that stuff, but I wanted to make something on the, on the side as well, right? And it's been a dream of mine to have my own business as well. So I decided, listening to other people and attending actually real estate investment clubs in Ottawa, one is the Ottawa Real Estate Investors Organization, and the other one was Rain. I started to get into those clubs as well, and I learned from successful real estate investors about strategies that they used, also, I took the Rich Dad Poor Dad course. I took the, the weekend course. I didn't take the I didn't take the the uh, $50,000 course. That was unreasonable. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Alfonso he, did. He's raising his hand. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. I yeah, absolutely did. Yep. Yeah, because I, I realized that you know I, at the time I didn't make a lot of money and it was a big investment for me. So I, it was important for me to know the fundamentals first before I decided to go into courses. But luckily I went to these clubs, learned from other people, learned about their mistakes and their successes, for sure. Oh yeah. 
Very cool. So are you able to share, you know, maybe let's fast forward to today. I don't know how, maybe you can share how long ago that was that you started, but what, what does your strategy consist of and what does your portfolio consist of today? So, so today uh, it consists of um, right now, I I recently sold some, uh, I sold a property to a joint venture uh, and um, my strategy is buy and hold as well as the burr. I did some of the burr stuff as well. Uh, but most of my, my most important or fundamental strategy that I use is the burr, as well as, sorry, buy and hold, as well as enhancing a property to its highest and best use in terms of creating multiple streams of income on that property, right? Charging parking fees, storage fees, um, having the technology services package. Those are multiple streams of income opportunities right there. Yeah. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Right Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas, and for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right, and Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value. Absolutely, and they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handle everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes. Make sure to check them out at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social media at blackjackcontractinginc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the biggest gamble of your life, but when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now back to the podcast. And now back to the show. Yeah, f- fantastic. And, yeah. and I know definitely out being, you know, in Ottawa, Eastern Ontario, I'm not sure if you are bilingual and cross over into Quebec and, and, and do that at all. But I know many of, uh, of the members uh, of the right Club community, you know, know you or you've worked with them. And definitely Francois was, was one of the people. And, you know, shout out to Francois yeah. listening on the podcast. Uh, he edits all these podcasts, guys. So shout out to Francois. But shout out to I don't Francois. Know, he, he, Francois is a great guy. Yeah. Great. Yeah, he, he, and, and that's the great thing about networking. That's how we got connected. You know, we right. met through Francois through someone else, and now we met you through Francois. Um, and he's always talked about, you know, yourself and, you know, a great, great light. And talking about the CARE principle, C-A-R-E, that right. CARE principle. And I know that's so important to you, and Francois highlighted it when he was introducing us. Um, can you walk us through it? What, what is, uh, we know you care, but what does yeah. CARE mean? <laughs> Yeah, I, I learned this from another investor who used the same approach, and uh, I, the name doesn't cross my mind, but um, I use that type of concept as well for my realty business, where well, the C stands for customer service, okay? And it's important to get to know your customer, and it's important to know what their needs are, not what your needs are, what their needs are, so that when you look search for a property for them, whether it's a regular property or an investment property, you know that you meet their expectations. So what I do with them is to get to know them on a personal level first, then to understand what their goals are, real estate, uh, real estate investment goals are, then we will find out, okay, which strategy will fit their, their goals and what types of properties will help them achieve those goals. That's the customer service angle of it. The A stands for the analysis, which involves mostly conducting analysis of the market, what's going on through in-depth research, looking at statistics, 
uh, reading uh, research publications related to real estate, where the future of real estate is going, what the trends are, that will help me as an informed uh, investor focused realtor to inform my investor clients where the opportunities are in the Ottawa and the surrounding areas. And then R stands for relationships. It's important in any business, I don't care what business you're in, it's important to establish relationships in order to create opportunities for not for yourself, but for the other person whom you're relating to or connecting to. Because with relationships through networking, like I did with Francois, it provides, it provides opportunities. And when you get to know the person that you are connecting with, they will provide you opportunity and you provide the opportunity to complement each other at the end of the day. E stands for education. This is the critical or foundation of my business philosophy and my business style. Because without education and without applying the knowledge that you have uh, learned through education, you will make bad decisions. So it's important to get educated about real estate investing before you make or invest in the market, no matter what. Without education, you're doomed to fail for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's pretty cool. Thanks for summarizing it. It's uh, it sounds like a, a great principle and, and a great way to help investor clients. So, you know, I do want to take a little bit of a, a different direction and just ask you about the the Ottawa market. You you kind of mentioned you know fundamentals in, in a sense. Right. Um, you know, what can you tell us uh, about twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one with Ottawa and and what are some opportunities that you're seeing for your clients? Okay. So Ottawa, just to give a background about Ottawa, Ottawa is driven mostly by government jobs and high-tech sector. As you know, Ottawa is the home of the uh, high-tech sector Canada North, uh, uh, or yeah, Canada North, and as well as the home of the federal government. So there's a lot of, in that sector, there's a lot of job opportunities, job growth, and a lot of people are coming to Ottawa for those opportunities, those sectors. And all, Ottawa is also driven by the infrastructure economy where it already built its first uh, light rail transit line and it's expanding throughout, the, throughout several parts of the city. There's a lot of commercial development. There's a lot of construction of rental units, actually. Not, not only the major apartment style units, but also infill development, uh, multifamily, and there's, there's several opportunities. So, in terms of opportunities, what I tell my investor clients is to invest where the jobs are, where people go to work. So as well as where people take transit. So the new transit line in the Ottawa area, if you buy property, a property within 700 to 1,000 meters of the LRT station, those are great uh, opportunities to make money in, in, in real estate, for sure. No question about it. So if you, if you buy properties near amenities like schools, government offices, uh, LRT, construction, construction jobs as well, those are great opportunities. Another, another key component of the Ottawa economy is that uh, Amazon has created two distribution centers, one in the east end and one in the west end of the city. So Amazon is generating or creating jobs in those areas where there's opportunities for investors to invest in properties or to develop rental properties or purpose-built properties in those areas near those, those, those uh, facilities that Amazon has created. Awesome, yeah, and, and I think that's what we've been hearing a lot. The, the Ottawa market, especially this last year, even leading up to 
the yeah. global pandemic, it was, it was a hot market. Yep. So you're there, your boots on the ground. You're, you're Mike, the agent, man. You're, you're the secret <laughs> agent. Tell us your secret. <laughs> no, how are, how are we finding, how are we finding these? Right. Cause obviously you're the agent, you're the boots on the ground going out there doing the hard work. But if yep. I'm someone trying to crack that Ottawa market or surrounding areas, right. you know, close to the LRT, great tip, you know, boots finding that, but how are you, how are you going out there? How, what would you suggest? To go and find those opportunities. The, the reality is, to, to be honest with you, there's a lot of bidding wars going on, and it's not good for investors who are looking for value. So the best approach that I take is looking at expired properties, as well as off-market properties on Kijiji or whoever, or talk to my property managers who I know, or advertise on on Kijiji, looking for opportunities. That's I think those were the money. Those were the money makers are finding on MLS. It's okay, but you have to grab it early. And hopefully there's no offer date on for that property, because if you see an offer date, then you know for a fact it's a bidding war, right? Which is unfortunate. So realistically for investors, they need to have number one, and I advise my investor clients all the time, have a monthly cash flow goal in mind. What's your cash flow goal per month, right? You need to have that goal because that will determine whether you want to buy this property at this certain price or another property at another price. And also will determine at which uh, area of the city you want to buy a property. Is it going to be in a rural area, semi-rural area, or urban area? To buy investment properties within the urban area of Ottawa is very, very, very difficult. It's, it's expensive. It's getting expensive. But there's opportunities in the semi-rural and the rural areas of Ottawa, price-wise. So my approach to that is just talking to people, building relationships, looking at off-market opportunities, talking to um, uh, listing agents who had who had expired properties to see if the owner is willing to sell uh, sell their property privately to my investor clients. So that's what I've been doing. Yep. So, you know, it sounds interesting. You've got opportunities, different spots, different areas. I'm guessing Ottawa is probably good for that medium short term uh, stuff as well as uh, as it's a little bit more expensive and there's a lot of people coming in. Right. But you know, you're, you're working with investors. You've, you've got, you've created a name as, you know, when I, when we think of, of Michael Arthur, of a, a realtor working with investors, you know, let, let's, and maybe you can, you can help others out as well, but let's just say you've got a, a newer realtor and they're looking to try to figure out a way. Okay. You know, rather than working with a homeowner, um, in my opinion, investors are just like the gift that keeps on giving. Sometimes, you know, you can get a bunch of deals a year from, from one of them, right. Or, or many right. of them. Um, how does somebody position themselves or what do they need to do to be able to cater to investors, uh, as, as a realtor in your opinion? Well, I think what you need to do is what it boils down to is to offer value, offer like some education about real estate investing in general, right? That's, that's a good starting point. As well as what I do sometimes is that um, I, I, I would, uh, in terms of t teaching someone new to the game, is to you know, know the important principles of real estate investing. That's the important thing. The important principles in terms of location, invest for positive cash flow, um, uh, look, look for opportunities of, of properties near uh, amenities like uh, LRT stations and stuff like that. That, that, that's, that's, that's the important thing, as well as building relationships. That's the important thing. Join an investment, a real estate investment club like I did. Um, so talk to people, connect with people, get a mentor, which I've done, uh, get a coach, a real estate coach. I know, I know you, Sarah, you're, you're, you're a great coach. Uh, from talk to several people. And uh, so 
it, those are, I think those are the good starting points for someone to get involved in the real estate investment game is to get that knowledge first, because you have to understand the process. You, have to, you need to understand the system for you to be successful in, the, in real estate investing, for sure, no matter what. If you, get, if you just go in, go in uh, cold, you're going to suffer. And I've seen it. <laughs> and now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation. We want to take a quick break from the podcast to introduce you to a longtime supporter of the Right Club and many members of the Right Club Nation, Mr. Dylan Suter of Elevation Realty. Dylan, take it away. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We, as Elevation Realty, are the sponsor for the real estate slot at the Right Club, and we have been attending since the second Right Club. We are an investment-focused, high-volume real estate team serving the Golden Horseshoe from Oakville down to Niagara. If you are looking to increase your cash flows or you want to find an incredible opportunity, we deal with builders, we deal with off-market opportunities, as well as we are very creative and negotiate the best deal for even on-market opportunities. We've helped a number of clients with the right club, find flips, single family rentals, duplex conversions, three and four unit renovations, all the way up to large residential buildings with high cash flow. A little bit about myself, if you haven't heard, personally, I've scaled over 300 doors in the last two years, which has given me a ton of experience in analyzing all the deals that may come across my desk for you. So if you're interested in learning more, please reach out to us at 905-592-4220, or you can email us at admin at elevationrealty.ca, that is admin at E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N, realty.ca, and let's sit down and create your investment dream portfolio. Guys, and I have to say, I stand behind Elevation and Dylan. They found me. My last few properties have done an amazing job. 100% recommend them. So thank you for all your hard work. Now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. I've seen yeah, it all. Definitely. And that's and actually, it leads me right to, to my next spot. There's no better of a segue. You know, on, on your website, you have tons of resources, information, for, for your clients to review, take a look at, get comfortable with, like there's calculators and, you yeah. know, how, how the legal issues and why, why would you want to hire, you know, uh, a licensed agent, those types of things. But, you know, you talked about the pain and suffering and that's, we all want to try to avoid it. It's impossible. I know Sarah, several years in real estate building her portfolio, it didn't go swimmingly. It wasn't all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. Same, same along the way. If you do it long enough, it's not a matter of if, it's just, it's when, right? There's some issue that you have to come up with. So what are some of the common mistakes that you commonly see, or, or maybe you're talking, your realtor or your investor partners or investor clients off the ledge and going, no, 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 I've seen this before. Don't get caught in that trap. What are, what are some of the tips that you offer? What, the, number, the, 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 the most fundamental principle, which I is for me, is focus on the numbers and remove your emotions because the numbers will tell the story of whether or not the, the property that you're analyzing is worth to buy as an investment property. Yes, it looks nice, it looks beautiful, it has its features near the location, but number one, does it meet your cash flow goal? Number two, does it provide opportunities to increase your highest and best use of that property? Number three, will it give you multiple streams of income, like opportunities? For example, can you create a legally secondary unit in, 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 the, in the property? Can you convert uh, from four units to five units or to six units or whatever, right? So focus, always focus on the numbers, look at creatively opportunities on properties and then go from there. 
that that that's the most important thing. And I've seen a lot of investors saying, "Oh yeah, 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 it's great. It's at a great location, and uh, you know, I, it will meet my cash flow goal." But they don't do the they don't do the numbers because number one, they don't know how much rent they will charge for their unit that they're the property that they're renting. So how can you meet your cash flow goal if you don't know what the rents are in the in the in the neighborhood? Right. No, absolutely. You, will, right. you, definitely, so, you definitely won't get there. You need to know the numbers. You need to yes. be able to, but you also need to be able to pull the trigger and right. have analysis paralysis awesome. when the numbers work. Cause at some point they're going to work and you, you've got potentially a very short window yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. And, and Michael, I, I do want to, I, I want to go back cause you kind of hinted at it and you mentioned it a, a little while back and it sounds really interesting, but you know, the highest and best use and the most cash flow. you talked about some packages that you offer or different things that you can boost cash flow. Can right. you, can you share what that sounds? I, I think I heard tech package, but maybe yeah. just give us some ideas of like, you've got a property, how to maximize the cash flow. what do you do as an investor? What I do as an investor, what I do sometimes in one of the, my big units right now in my, in my townhouse right now, um, what I include is free internet just to entice people to come, right? And they'll pay the rent at the, at the price I'm looking for, right? So that's, that's one example. Um, another example is the technology services packages where you, you, you know those bundle packages that you get from Rogers and Bell, you get internet, yeah. your landline or cell phone and uh, cable. That's a technology services package that you can, you can charge to your, your tenants where you also charge them for the administrative fee because you're doing all the work. All they do is just move in and enjoy what they have. You have the TV there. You have the, you have the internet uh, router there. All that stuff is there. The phone is there. The landline is perfect. So, so are you supplying them with a TV? Not, not in my case, but I've seen, okay. Okay, I, cool. I, <laughs> no, but I've seen investors do that. And, and the only reason I'm asking, because I, I, I was thinking, and this is maybe just more so for multifamily, but let's just say you've got, you know, somebody that's been paying, you know, I don't know, half price because they've been there forever. You could right. go to them because you can't really raise the rent. But I've always well, thought this was a really good idea. And you're kind of like on the same line of, of what I was thinking. Yeah. Could you offer them a big screen TV for rents, quote unquote? for, you know, whatever amount of time that they need. And I don't know how much is a big screen TV, but is it enough that you can say it's going to be a hundred dollars more or whatever it is. Yeah, could they say yes like, and then you could boost your NOI. Could it work? Right. It's all about offering value. Like for instance, you know, boxing day uh, or in January prices for big screen TVs are like 200 bucks because as mm -hmm. you know, the retail, retail companies, they won't get rid of the old inventory, right? The old TVs, big screen TVs. So might as well take advantage of that. So it'll cost you 200 bucks, but the ROI on that will be astronomical, it will be beyond $200, right? Right. Long-term, right? If you have that long-term tenant, having those, the, the, providing that type of value will entice you to keep a long-term tenant for a long time, for sure. So what, so what, what other ideas do you have? So you've got the, the package, you've got the TV, you know, okay. maybe just share like, I don't know, like if you can share like five or six or, or more okay. uh, for those things, that'd be awesome. Okay, another one is you can charge for parking if you if if it provides that opportunity. Charge for parking at a certain rate. Um, also, you can uh, charge for storage fees if you have a shed or if you have a garage. You can you can you can rent that garage space or that's particular those spaces to somebody who wants to store their vintage car or their pers their personalized items. Something that is of sentimental value. 
th those are great opportunities too. Also, you can, um, if you have a multifamily pr property, I heard this a while back when I started learning about real estate investing is that a company can pay you a certain, like a royalty fee for, for, for putting a satellite on top of the, on top of the property. That's, that's a money maker there too, right? Also, you can charge, if you, ha if you have a multifamily property, which offers laundry, you can charge that too as well. That's another piece of poor, uh, poor, um, income stream that you can think of as well. As well, you can offer another one I, 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 I heard as well, is where you can offer a grocery uh, delivery service or a laundry service, a dry cleaning service, right? To, to, to your tenants. I love that. Right. I love that. What, what a creative way of finding different ways to pull revenue out. Uh, you know, rent is just one revenue stream, but like you mentioned, all these other services that is really underscored by the value you provide. So right. flipping that on its head, what's one of the basic, biggest expenses that maybe it's unavoidable? Maybe, you know, if you don't do normal maintenance or something like that, it's going to cost you more, but you are seeing either yourself personally or through your investing clients that it's a cost and you're like, just be prepared for this. I know it sucks. But, you know, something that's recurring or maybe something you can avoid to say we found different ways to reduce that, right? Because that's what it's always about more revenue or less expenses. Yeah. The most I've seen based on my experience and talking to my other investor clients is um, appliances, damaged appliances or tenants uh, leaving damages behind when they move out, which requires cleanup. That's something you can't avoid. You have to clean up like repaint or drywall and all that stuff. It's, un it's unavoidable, um, but they pay for it. At the end of the day, they have to pay for the damages, right? So uh, what I've been seeing a, a lot lately is mostly appliances, like like uh, appliances that go down or, the, the, or plumbing issues as well that need some fixing and stuff like that. That's what I've been seeing. Right. Yeah, appliances are like probably the thing I get the most calls about. Appliances yeah. and like some kind of leaks somewhere, plumbing issues. But I, I do yeah. want to go back to you know, the income, TV income or laundry income, or if you're offering these services in Ontario, you don't want that to be part of the lawful lease. So you got to separate it and put it on different contracts. Same right. thing with parking, separate contract, not right. an addendum, not in the lease. I think that's just really important because as soon as it becomes lawful and something happens, I mean, you're kind of stuck with it as is. Right. Um, and, and you're going to have to abide by the guidelines and the rules if your property was built in Ontario after, right. you know, or before 2018. And mm -hmm. who knows if that's going to change down the road. But right. um, you, if you want to increase parking and it's not part of the lease, you can increase it because it has nothing to do with the RTA. Yeah. Same yes. thing with TVs, same thing with laundries. And I think it's just important that I, we go back to that and mention it because I can see a lot of people putting it on their lease. I would not put it on, it's separate. Just, I'm not a paralegal, I'm not a lawyer, but I would not put it on my own lease in Ontario. The way I tell my clients is separate the rental stuff in the lease and the other stuff in, in, the, in a separate agreement, contract. Yeah. Bar none. Pets, uh, the technology services packages, as you mentioned, uh, snow removal. Snow removal is another thing I offer to my to my tenants as well. Um, so if you keep them in separate contracts and the and the and the, your tenants sign them, that's legally binding for that. But separate the yeah. rental stuff from the other uh, miscellaneous stuff, right? And and even here's the thing. And another little tip. I don't know if you agree with me, Michael. You can let me know. But if if one of your tenants in a multi unit is going to do snow removal. Do not discount their rents. Just do no. a separate agreement and pay them right. separately if you want. That's cool. Don't 
put that in the agreement because if ever they don't work out or they stop, that lease doesn't go back up to what it would have been regularly. So no exactly. discounting the leases, separate agreement has nothing to do with the RTA. If you want to pay them 50 bucks rather than reducing it by 50 bucks. Right. Um, and it's got to be separate transfers, separate transactions. Yeah. Keep everything separate. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So, so what are you working on these days, Michael? Well, <laughs> dealing with bidding wars right now for investors and regular buyers, um, looking for uh, opportunities for, especially for my multifamily investor clients, looking for off-market opportunities is not easy. It's uh, it's very very difficult. You have to really headhunt a lot, and talk to people and connect with property managers and other people, or even past clients or leads if they have any opportunities. So that's what I've been doing. I've been yeah, doing a lot of sure. offers, submitting of offers and bidding wars. It's 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 nuts. It's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. And uh, that, that persistence, that patience, that, that going through it, right? That's ultimately what, what gets that success. It's not just overnight, right? It takes years and years and years for decades to get that overnight success. And the, the cool, really, the really cool, exciting part, you know, that, you know, as we, as we get close to the end of, of this uh, podcast is you've actually put together the successful real estate investor toolbox, right? And that was something that, you know, through, again, hashtag Francois, that uh, our community advocate, get in touch with him today if you haven't already. But yeah. because, uh, you know, we, we, this alignment that we've made with yourself, the Right Club, that you put together that toolbox to benefit the Right Club community. So for those out there, you know, maybe spend a minute about explaining what this uh, this real estate investor toolbox is all about. Well, th this this particular toolbox is a, it's a program, it's sort of like an educational program where, investors especially new investors get tools in terms of you know a property analyzer uh, a book that i wrote with my business coach about real estate investing 101 and strategies that i have learned and applied over the years and is a way to prepare investors especially new investors about the realities of real estate investing because it's, it's important to be prepared as the saying goes actually if you fail to prepare you prepared to fail, right? So, uh, so that that's that's the essence or the, the fundamental principle behind this toolbox is to offer a support program for investors to make well-informed decisions on real estate investing, uh, uh, looking at or analyzing real estate investing properties, right? So, it's a it's an actual supporting learning tool in a sense. Where do you get it, and then is there a cost? Right at the moment, it's, it's, it's just started. So I haven't put it as a cost yet. So uh, at some point, I will I will promote it. I will develop it at some point. It's just, it, I just developed it a few weeks ago. So at some point, I'll put everything together into a program and then I'll promote it. Yeah. Awesome. By this time this, that the podcast airs, who knows, it'll probably be a few weeks from now anyways. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, Michael, the next part of the podcast is our lightning round. Alfonso and I will ask you a series of four questions. Every guest has the same questions. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. This week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 mtgteam 
and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. All right, here we go. Michael, question number one, what is the best advice that you have ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Do your research. Pretty much do your research, do your homework. Before making a decision, make sure you, you can, not analysis paralysis, but do your homework before you make the right decision because you're doing your homework, is the amount of effort you put into doing your research will, will reflect the, the outcome of the result that you produce at the end of the day. Absolutely. And, and guys, we talked about taking that action, that gut feeling, but you have to have some data and some research to back it up. Don't go read every book out there possibly written because you won't do anything And the combination of those two. So, so great. Do, do the work, do the research, figure that stuff out. So where some, you know, good, this is a great follow-up question is what is your favorite resource for real estate investing? Maybe where you do that research, where those L, LRTs are coming in. Well, what's a great resource or resources that you use for your real estate investing? For real estate investing, when it comes to zoning, I refer to City of Ottawa's uh, bylaw website that has all the stuff about bylaws. Also, um, I look at uh, the Royal Bank of Canada's affordability index to see what's 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 what the trends are in in uh, Ottawa. Also, I look at um, uh, Canadian Housing and Mortgage Corporation's uh, rental survey. I look at that as part of my analysis. Uh, in terms of looking at the rental markets, um, I look. I, I talked. I, I look, do look, do research talking to people in the in, my, in the in the investment clubs I told you about. Um, of course, look at the MLS data, and I do my market updates. Provide them to my clients as well to see what's going on in the market. Uh, I talk to other investors to see what they have done, and joining organizations like you guys, like the Right Club. Uh, learning about, you know, different things, what's going on in, in different markets in uh, Canada, including Ontario, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Lots of, lots of great resources that you, uh, you just gave us there. Thank you so yeah. much. Next question, number three, what is the one attribute that has made you most successful in your opinion? I, I, attribute is being creative, using my, using my brain to come up with creative ideas, as I explained to you about the different multiple income streams, right? It's just being creative, learning from others. And then what you learn from them, you can come up with your own ideas based on what you learn from them to make it your own idea that will result in a a positive result. Yeah. Positive outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Putting your own spin on it. That is the one thing that we all are unique. You're all different. We all are the same in some ways as well. So uh, absolutely. All right. So to wrap up the lightning round, uh, we want to get to little, know a little bit more about you. What are you typically doing on a Sunday morning? Sunday morning? <laughs> uh, having breakfast with my wife, with my lovely wife, and talking. And, uh, you know, myself and my wife, we, we, we attend church. We'd be doing it online because of COVID and stuff like that. So we're Christians and uh, we, we, we are heavily devoted to God and, you know, and that's what we do Sunday mornings. We raise up, we raise up as a Catholic, right? <laughs> From, of course, you know, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. Very cool, Michael. Where can our Right Club community reach out and find out more about you? Okay, my you can go to my website, MikeTheAgent.ca. My phone number six one three 
890-7653, or you can contact me on by email at Michael at Michael B at B as in Bob, Arthur, all one word, dot com. Yeah, absolutely. Get on the website, check out lots of moving day tips. That's even on there, guys. Amazing, amazing information. Michael, anything else that you'd like to share with the Right Club community? Any words of advice or tips that you want to leave us with? Like we discussed earlier, it's uh, avoid doing analysis paralysis, take action. If, if you're not getting the cash flow that you want, there, just take act, take that action and there's opportunities for you to increase that cash flow. As I mentioned, the strategies that I, that I informed you, that I talked about, the multiple streams of income. And if you make mistakes, you learn from them. As the saying goes, experience is the best teacher, no matter what, experience is the best teacher. We all make mistakes, we learn from them, we applied, we applied the mistakes that we learned from and then we move on and it leads us to a success. Awesome. Thank you, Michael Arthur, for being on our show. It was a pleasure having you on. And guys, you know, reach out to Michael if you're in the Ottawa or interested in the Ottawa region. Uh, you know, Michael, thank you for, for everything that you've provided us uh, today and, uh, and, and for your continued support with the club. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. This is the outro for Michael Arthur. What a fantastic conversation, really learned a lot, took a bunch of notes, and uh, I'm definitely going to be looking up the affordability index. I think city, province, I don't even know. I'm just going to Google it, find that. But Michael had amazing information, finding new revenue streams, and maybe the rentals that you already have, or when you're considering purchasing, you know, uh, multi, uh, multi-family type building, large or, or medium-sized what other revenues can you extract when you're looking in that and analyzing that? So super, super great conversation, Sarah. What, uh, what are, were a few of your takeaways? I think it just goes back to building the right team. I mean, you know, again, your realtor needs to be local. They need to be investor specific and ideally an investor themselves, but well connected to the, the industry and doing a lot of the research uh, as well to help you out, especially if you're not from the Ottawa region. And then even if you are um, somebody that's able to, to look at the numbers and help you with the analysis, I think that is super important. Yeah, absolutely. He's on the, he's the boots on the ground. He's the, he's created these tips and tricks of all of his learnings to provide for his, for his investors, clients that he works with. And as well, he's put together the toolbox specifically made for the real estate, sorry, the real estate education and training and education club. He specifically made a toolbox made right oh my god he specifically made a toolbox for the right club community so that we can use it and uh, be successful in our investing strategies in our careers and uh, he knows the right club are some heavy hitters and some real investors so there's some really good nuggets in there as he launches that out but uh, if you haven't checked it out already the right club community website the right club Com. There's so much amazing information. These podcasts, maybe that's where you're listening to this recording of this podcast today. We have the forums, our, our right partner pages, all the information, everything that you need, maybe as well as that toolkit from Michael Arthur so that you can be successful in your investing career. We want you to grow. And more importantly, Sarah, what do we want you to do? Come grow with us. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.